Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Girl Things podcast with Laura and Tamika. So good to have you guys back today. Um, It's a really interesting topic today and it really means a lot to us. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about the side effects of a society in lockdown. Heavy content alert. This content today contains um, topics on mental health and depression. Um, Please feel free to click off now if this isn't something that you want to listen to. Alright, I'm starting off today with a heavy heart. Today's podcast is dedicated to a young girl who recently ended her life by suicide. We're not going to share too much detail today, but we want to address the topic. These are numbers that get addressed by the daily news, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't go unnoticed or is unimportant. Every life matters and no one gets left behind. I hate saying this, but yes, Lockdown is keeping us safe from COVID, but that doesn't mean that we're immune to the side effects of it. A few of these side effects include feeling unconfident about our bodies, decreased determination to achieve anything, decreased quantity in quality socializing, increase in excessive drinking, increased identification as a victim of these circumstances. So to put it simply, this, this means that we let ourselves go, we stop looking after our bodies, We start making efforts to have quality interactions with other people. We're not facing our problems. We try to drink it away instead. And we're also identifying as helpless victims of our environment. If you're feeling defensive about what I'm saying, then you know that you can do better. We believe that everyone can do better. That's why we do this. We're honest with you because we care. And you know what helps us sleep better at night? Overcoming our fears and making a positive difference in our own lives and our loved ones around us. More than ever, this is the most crucial time for us to implement healthy and productive habits and to practice them daily. We're preparing for a war here. It's the war against uncertainty. Does uncertainty of the future scare you? Well, it definitely scares me. So I'd like to do something about it. This situation might get us down, but we can't let us keep us down. Sorry, can't let it keep us down. Let's be stronger individually so that we can help and support those um, around us who need our strength when they have none. Let's not let more and more lives fade away under our noses. So with that, I'd like to start um, today's topic with talking about awareness. This is such a heavy topic. It's like it took us a long time to put our content together because we wanted to include everyone and make it Um, it's meant to be supportive um, and we really didn't know what to touch on where to begin there's so many things um, that contribute to someone committing suicide it's a really sad thing but nonetheless we thought it was really important to talk about so if you could um, start us off Tamika with talking about awareness yeah thanks Lauren Um, thanks so much and I think this is a different podcast. I guess we did have something else pre-prepared, but given the the time and with lockdown, we thought it was really important to switch gears a little bit and maybe talk to something that um, everyone might need now and everyone might need to listen to this and, and help feel um, some level of connection and, I guess, um, for us all to be aware that this is something that we're all going through. Um, and I feel really um, – I, I feel a little bit emotional now just hearing – you speak about that, Laura, and mm. um, my heart goes out to anyone that um, has 
you know, has gone through depression or has gone through loneliness or is currently feeling that, um, as well as anyone that's lost a level one to suicide because there's, there's no words that can explain how hard that is. Um, and someone can say how much they understand it, but everyone, you know, goes through it differently. Um, I'd first like to, I guess, um, talk about depression and, um, I guess, differentiating that between having a bad day. So, look, I'm, I'm going to give a bit of an overview of what depression is um, because we all have low or sad days from time to time. However, some people experience these feelings more intensely and more frequently and sometimes without any explanation at all. So I guess, um, and I'm not sure if people are familiar with the DSM-5, which is the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. Um, it's a, um, I guess it lists all the mental health disorders, including depression. So the reason why I want to talk about this, I guess, because there's some misunderstanding in society around depression. And I guess when someone might have a bad day, they might say, oh, I'm really depressed. I've got depression, but it's actually more deeper than that. And I think it, um, I think we owe it to explain that because someone going through depression is a whole lot different and it's mm. a whole nother story. So according to the DSM, for someone to be diagnosed with depressive disorder, they actually have to have more five or more particular symptoms present during the same two-week period and be and that has to be impacting on their current functioning. So this is a really long list, but I'm going to um, talk about some of these symptoms, which include um, having a depressive mood, loss of interests of pleasure, weight loss or weight gain, decreased appetite, lack of sleep or sleeping more than usual, and feelings of wor- uh, unworthiness. Um, and these symptoms actually have to cause significant impairment on one's life. So to actually be diagnosed with depression, um, it's something that through your GP and a a psychiatrist has to actually diagnose. So we can't Mm. diagnose ourselves with that. Um, and I think it's, um, really important that if we, if we are concerned for a loved one, um, which we'll talk about later on that there are, um, there, there, there's a process that we can follow in terms of helping, helping get someone the support that they need and the professional support. So, um, we'll go on from there, but I guess, um, we might start off, Laura, has there been a time where you have felt deep loneliness and depression? And if so, could you maybe talk a little bit more of that time and and how you got through it? Thanks for explaining that. Like I, even I didn't know that part about um, mm. differentiating between feeling a bit depressed versus actually having a disorder. Yeah. Because um, my experience with it, I um, went through it when I was 16 mm-hmm. to about 18, 19, mm-hmm. the whole last bit of my high school years. And I remember for the longest time telling my my mom, my friends, my family, like just people around me that I felt numb. Mm-hmm. I was feeling mm-hmm. numb for a really long time. I couldn't feel happy. I couldn't feel sad. I just thought I'd become really sadistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that obviously came with lots of um, worthlessness. Mm. Um, as well, I didn't believe I could do anything. I'm like, the world wouldn't be different without me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think how I got through that was by somehow something inside me just told me um every time i like get close to self-harming and things like that Mm -hmm. i tell myself one more day yeah you know what if tomorrow could be a better day Mm -hmm. like this can't this can't last forever i know it um 
maybe tomorrow will be a better day. I think that was the only thing that really kept me going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somehow with that, by the just refusing to give up, mm-hmm. um, somehow I watched one YouTube video, another YouTube video, something sparked my interest, something inspired me, and I was like, I started doing things again. Yeah. Um, and I think just that thought of what if tomorrow is the day that it could all get better mm-hmm. really got me through everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how about can yourself? I, can I just, mm-hmm. sorry, um, can I ask, were you diagnosed with depression or do you think you look back now and you're like, yep, that was depression? Did you know it was depression at the time? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what um, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. I didn't know any terms for any of these things. Yeah. I just wanted it wasn't talked about. I just yeah. felt like a dropout. I felt um weird alienated like no one understood me Mm -hmm. and I was like okay (laughs) yeah can you talk about I'm really interested Laura like from a um different culture point of view Mm -hmm. was it um I guess how is mental how is mental health uh, perceived back home Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) to put it put it simply I'll give you guys an example um, there was a point where I think just with this recent job, I was working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. So I was still at my old job. Um, hadn't fully transitioned over yet because they couldn't find someone to replace me yet. Mm-hmm. So I was doing working seven days a week and that went on for a while and I was feeling really like exhausted. Right. And I was driving a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I called my dad hoping for some nurturing support. And I was like, dad, I know I'm, I sound like I'm whinging, but I'm just feeling like I'm going to have a, like a breakdown soon. I'm really tired all the time. I can't keep doing this. Like, you know, what are your thoughts? Instead of some um, nurturing, you can do it, it's all going to be okay kind of speech. <laughs> this is my upbringing. Um, my dad told me um, just direct translation from uh, Mandarin. If you guys, anyone knows how to speak Mandarin, my dad told me, that just translates into no one's worked themselves to death. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's huge, hun. Like, and even just thinking mm. how different that is from, you know, what we're taught now and I guess like what we've learned and, um, you know, our experiences along the way. Like we preach that, you know, we can actually work ourselves to the ground. Burnout is actually a thing. Uh, but that's really interesting and, and thanks so much for sharing that. No, um, good. Uh, I think where he's coming from is that he's always had to do what was necessary. Mm-hmm. They grew up in a time where they were poor and it didn't matter how much you wanted or didn't want to do something. If you didn't go to work, you had no money, you had you had to, no money had to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. So you just had to. I think that's his point of you do it first and mm-hmm. you get over it in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, shit. How about, how about you? I'm, I'm curious because um, yourself, you, you're a social worker. You deal with a lot of like... You're in the front line of a lot of mm. um, issues with children, with families, and yourself, you've grown up from an adverse family yeah. as well. Yeah. I guess what I'd like to share, um, I've absolutely um, – I was diagnosed with anxiety and, and depression at the same time um, when I was 18, mm-hmm. um, but it went back a lot further than that. So I'd like to talk about something that um, is also with a heavy heart. So my mum had very major depression depression, and, and she still does. Um, and I'd like to draw on a little bit of um, how myself as, I guess, um, her loved one and, and someone that was really impacted from the, I guess, 
the impacts of what she was going through, mm. I guess. So um, what I mean is mum went through depression um, during a time where my stepdad actually commits suicide mm. and to see and just thinking back on that as well as, as a kid growing up with that, seeing how depressed she was and how she felt like there was like life wasn't worth living and I remember like having conversations as I grew up like what got you through that mum and it was purpose and I think for her and a lot of people that are going through depression or feeling having suicidal ideations or suicidal thoughts that finding purpose whether that is you know there is a worth li- there is a life that's worth living through whether that is your mm. kids or your family or thinking about um you know trying to look at and like you were saying taking one step at a time but um trying to think about oh okay like I remember having conversations Laura with mum and it was probably only like a couple of years ago when I was single and um mum I remember mum saying like I like I don't I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Um, and I just said, look, mum, I, I want you to see me, you know, like I want you to be the grandmother to my unborn child. I want you to walk oh. me down the aisle. And mm. um, and she tells me like to this day that, you know, how impactful that was because she yeah. could visualise it and that was purpose for her yeah. because I'm a, like we've, I've got two brothers but for for mum she talks about like, you know, her kids being her purpose and, and being a grandmother and those sort of things. So mm. when we talk about, um, you know, how how we got through it or how other ones got through it, I think purpose is a huge thing because for somebody to see there's more to life than just now and what, what other people would miss in them because, you know, I hear people say, oh, it's such a selfish thing, um, you know, to, to commit suicide. That I think that's really um, – harsh to say because they're not understanding what that person's going through but I guess for that person to see the impacts that um not having them around anymore could have because Mm. like I always said to mum like I like it would like it would it would be you're you're losing out on these experiences if you're Mm. not here anymore and it wouldn't just be us kids and and you know your future grandkids but you will lose these opportunities to see what could happen in the future and and see that Mm. out so yeah, that was really, that was really huge. Yeah, hundred percent. I think um, that draws on just like sometimes I do doubt myself by being vulnerable with people. I can, mm-hmm. I've I have this strong urge to tell people how I feel about them a mm-hmm. lot of the time, especially when they're absolutely wonderful friends who are supportive and anything. I take every every chance and every opportunity to tell someone how I feel and how much they mean to me. Absolutely. How much this support means to me because you really don't know what someone is going through. Yeah. You never know if that's going to change someone's day mm-hmm. or to actually be the, that literally that conversation that turns them around and says reminds them of their purpose of being here for all the wonderful things that they are and they have been mm-hmm. to you and to so many people around. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you and me, we've both experienced like times when we forget how how wonderful we are as human Absolutely. beings, and it takes like a friend or um, a family member to just tell us, "Thank you for for being you. I feel so supported when you say this. Yeah. You're really good at this. You know, mm-hmm. you're like you know, you make everyone smile. You're always there for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's just sometimes it's those one or two things that you that someone reminds you of how good you are that changes your whole day. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know that you drew on this in um, when we were uh, offline, but when mm. we are talking about 
what are some little things that you can do throughout the day because purpose can, you know, I guess it, it can start from, okay, let's let's set some little things like whether it is, um, you know, I'm just going to get out of bed today. Mm. Um, you know, what we're talking about is um, I'm just going to do one thing a day and just finding that purpose mm. and, um, you know, calling a friend or seeing getting like getting a photo from a loved one, like just seeing that and like that's huge. That's huge and we need to mm-hmm. celebrate those small wins. Yeah. Mm. I think that's one of the one of the points as well that really – gave me a strong urge to talk about this topic as uncomfortable as it is mm. um i feel so privileged to have so many people around me who love me now mm-hmm. that i've know in contrast to when i was going through depression how lonely i felt mm. and how privileged i am right now and mm-hmm. i have everything that i need to help other people going through the same thing i would mm-hmm. never want anyone to go through that alone mm-hmm. so i'm getting a bit emotional yeah but like, i feel that yeah. um like, you know, it's such a dark road to walk down that no one really needs to. Like, mm. you know, we're all here for you. But sometimes that person in their deepest, darkest moments, they have no more strength to mm. pull themselves up. Yeah. So as as everyone else who's listening who is not in that state, like, I feel like it's our, um, our responsibility to be more aware mm-hmm. of people who are – our friends who are slipping, who are not, like, in, as into life as they were anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it just feels like they're having a bad week, like, mm-hmm. check up on them, especially now. Absolutely. You really never know what are going, what thoughts are going through people's heads. Yeah. Um, and we don't see each other every day nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with lockdown, like, someone could just be not there. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, if we can all keep ourselves, each other accountable, check up on each other from time to time. What yeah. I found has been really helpful um, for me throughout lockdown is to I've, – I've gotten myself onto a challenge. Um, so I'll, for the sake of this podcast, I'll show you what the challenge is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a 70, it's called 75 Heart by Andy uh, Frisella. So what it is, you do five things each day which contain uh, physical workouts, walks, um, um, drinking water, following a diet which is healthy for you and – you know, work that works towards your goals and also reading 10 pages a day and on days that I felt really, really down and I really struggled to do these tasks, mm-hmm. I still completed them and I think completing them was the only thing that really got through, my, uh, helped me get through my days because mm-hmm. I thought I'm not going to fail this challenge, you know. And just by knowing that you have to show up to something, let's say you've got to work out with a friend, you promise them that you'll be there. Mm-hmm. By calling your friend and making sure they show up, mm-hmm. that's helping someone get through another day. Like yeah. That's literally it. So I think, um, you know, start a, a walking uh, start a walking group, start mm-hmm. something like a 10,000-step challenge, mm-hmm. whatever that is to keep someone accountable, you know. Mm-hmm. Pull up your friend on it, say, hey, Let's go for a walk. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm going to do walks every day this week, or three, four times. Would you like to join me for all of my walks? Mm-hmm. We'll keep each other accountable. Very, like m- more often than not, you'd be surprised. People love to be invited. People mm-hmm. love to be asked to. Would you like to join me for something? You know. Yeah, hmm. yeah absolutely. I think that's huge. I think it's um really important to go back to as well that thinking about depression and feeling loneliness that everyone copes with it differently Mm. and we can't have those expectations on our friend or our loved one that um this is going to work for them because you know one size doesn't fit all and Mm. if you think about someone that's already in that state and they they might not want to 
you know, come over or you might feel like they're avoiding you. It's really taking mm. those unpack, like, you know, um, unwrapping those layers and really seeing what's actually going on inside because, because I guess these days we often assume and we often have these expectations on, on friends and loved ones that are, you know, they don't want to hang out with me or they're not talking to me anymore, but really there's so much going on in their mind that they're not communicating and there's a lot of shame associated with that. And, um, it's, it's, a lot of vulnerability for someone to actually share that they're not doing okay and we can't expect someone to talk to us about that but just being really mindful and um and I guess sensitive around that that you know just checking in like you said just say hey like I'm here for you when you're ready um not taking offense if someone's um you, you know if you feel like a friend's being distant but just telling them that you're always there you're mm. always there whenever or asking them as well like what do you need? What can I do for you? And if they say, mm. I need, I just need some space, um, and just providing them that reassurance that no matter what, like you will always be there. No, yeah, 100%. Sometimes we just need to remind it that people are there for us. Mm. I definitely am guilty of forgetting this. Like I'll get into my little set, like my, my head and feel like, no, I need to get through this alone. If I don't, like if I don't come out of the other side all happy and jolly, then mm-hmm. I shouldn't be putting these burdens on anyone else. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that as well. But yeah, what yeah. I've really learned is that, like, swap, turn the roles around. Like, let's say if your friend was going through something really tough, would you feel burdened by them sharing that with you or saying that I need help? Exactly. That That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's really difficult. Um, yeah, it's such a it's such a hard topic and it's so complex. Mm. And I don't know exactly like what statistics um, have been proven on this, but I know there's tons and tons of benefits by just being active, moving your yes, body, absolutely. getting out. Because someone's not gonna if you're out doing having a walk in nature, like you don't hear someone committing suicide in nature. Mm. Going for a walk, you're like that's it's good for you. It physically produces chemicals in your body that make mm-hmm. you feel better like mm-hmm. every time after I go for even if I don't want to work out I don't go for a walk I always feel better after a walk mm-hmm. always Absolutely. always always um it's just those little steps maybe 10 push-ups today yeah maybe just some sit-ups that's how I started in my bedroom because I couldn't leave my bedroom either mm-hmm. I think I stayed in my bedroom for a good six to eight months I think when I was really really down when yeah. I got out of a really like toxic relationship I just mm-hmm. couldn't leave my room yeah um and those were the little things things you can do in your own comfort just anything that you can do to not give up is what you need to do absolutely and trust that you will find a way mm-hmm. somehow if there's a will there is a way mm-hmm. yeah mm. absolutely and I think even just going back to that like what what's helpful but what's also not helpful mm. like thinking back about you know when I was in such a dark space like for someone to say you know things like you've got so much to be grateful for mm. or um you know what's wrong like like there's you know you've there's like there's nothing for you to be down about come on get up like I think it's absolutely we can have that element of you know, of tough love but we also need to be patient and compassionate um and give people you know what what they actually need so some things that you know I would like avoid doing is when people say that I guess for me when I was thinking back about it when you just feel like I just remember being in my mind like people just 
don't get it. They just don't get it. Like they don't understand what I'm going through. And sometimes you just feel like you can't articulate these feelings in your body. Um, you know, what you feel in these thoughts. And if sometimes you feel like they're so irrational and you don't even know why they're there sometimes, you know, and, and you can't. And when someone says, well, what actually is it? And you can't even explain it. That is mm. what depression is. Like it's not always necessarily triggered by something. Sometimes yeah. it is. And when we talk about depression, um, a depressive disorder I guess there's lots of things that that can lead into it and you know people are more prone to have depression if there's mental health already in the family or if they've come from a dysfunctional home if there's family violence um there's there's lots of um you know um Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are more more prone to um have depressive disorder or other mental health issues so there's there's things that can you know we're more likely to have it but there's not necessarily a trigger for it at times like it we can't explain it to a, a certain point that someone's actually going through this for a particular reason so uh, we when I think about what's not helpful I think for us to just be mindful about what someone's going through and what they need and what they don't need right now they don't need someone to say uh, to, to problem solve either sometimes someone just needs to list someone to listen to you know mm, I think that's could I could I ask you, Laura, like going mm. through that that time in your life, what you felt like was not helpful? Definitely, what you touched on was not helpful. Mm. I haven't even given thought to what wasn't helpful because mm-hmm. there was so many things that yeah. weren't helpful. Mm-hmm. You only try to find the um find find the highlights that actually helped you out of it. Um, Absolutely, that's definitely one of it. I think another thing that didn't help was me feeding my own negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that in that instance, it's really difficult to get out of it, mm-hmm. but it is literally just one step at a time. You just change one thought at a time. Yeah. Every time you think of a bad thought, resist the urge to ch- say something positive instead. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just be grateful for something, say something good about yourself, mm-hmm. or just say, like I like to say in my times of anxiety, um, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Mm. You're not. You're not going to believe it in the in the beginning. Just like anything, it takes time. It takes practice. Mm-hmm. And one day, your what all your is all it is that you're doing is just changing the course of your uh, your end goal just ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. Every day and every single thought that you change is take is leading you back to the path of happiness, mm-hmm. to finding and feeling alive again. Yeah. Um. So I'd say having good thoughts or reading as many positive books things consuming as many positive um audio audio material Mm. um anything will help as long as it's positive just just try just endure it just try to believe it absolutely well i guess talking about that we I'm no expert, and obviously we love to give you guys an outlet if you have a, if you can't handle if you can't handle it yourself if you're um, having these thoughts or you have friends and family around you who you would love to support and help. Mm-hmm. Um, any of these, um, we'd like to talk a bit about where you can seek help. Absolutely, yeah. I think um, 
I can't emphasize enough how important it is for people to seek professional help um, Mm -hmm. when they're feeling at this point. And going back to when I said, if you are that concerned, firstly, go onto the Beyond um the beyond now website and actually look at some of the things to look at if you are that concerned you're meeting the criteria for depression mm-hmm. um from yeah. some of the things that are listed there in terms of the symptoms was it the beyond blue oh sorry what did i say beyond now sorry <laughs> yeah, beyond yeah. blue i was talking about the app um the beyond blue website it will talk about some of the symptoms that you might be presenting with um which laura you can draw on a little bit more but i tell you what um if if you are suffering from depression, you need to go see your GP. They will either, they will refer you, they'll put you onto a mental health plan and you can go access. If anyone doesn't know, you're actually eligible for five, uh, I think it's 10 now, actually 10 subsidized um, sessions through a psychologist and that's through a mental care plan. Um, and um, you can actually talk through some of these issues with your psychologist. You can also talk about some other options such as medication and antidepressants, which also go hand in hand. So, um, you know, I've also I, I've experienced that. And I, I tell you what, like, I think that's that's really got me through some dark places, the things that I've overcome through um, therapy. And I, it's changed my life. It's really changed my my life and something called cognitive behavioural therapy is really challenging some of the thoughts behind, um, I guess, some of your, your thought patterns and, and why you might be thinking this way and really challenge, challenging those and helping shift some of those, um, I guess, those um, those patterns that are going through. But your mind, but Laura, I know that you've done a little bit of research yourself um, about the Beyond Blue um, website and some of the the strategies and resources and, and things that they recommend. There's something that I love to really draw on, which is, um, and this is more so in terms of suicide prevention, that there's a really great app that Beyond Blue have created. Um, and it's free on iPhone and Android in Australia. So it's being co-designed with people who've actually had lived experience of depression or suicidal thoughts. Um, and it's also got clinicians who have been a part of developing this app um, who are really experts in this field. So um, some of the things that this app helps to do is it helps um, people develop a plan to manage um, some of their thoughts. Mm. It helps them identify their warning signs um, and making your environment safe. Um, Mm. It talks about some of the it helps you identify your purpose and reasons to live, which is something that we drew on before. Some of the coping strategies, safe people to talk to, professional support. And one thing I really love about it is the affirmations part of it. So, um, and that's something that we like to do ourselves. Mm. Um, but Laura, I'd love to hear, um, you know, what your take from the Beyond Blue website and I guess the um, the support that's actually provided with all of that. Mm. I think you've covered most of it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you go, yeah. yeah, you've got so much more experience in this field than I do, um, just because of your um, the scope of your work. But then I did give them a call the other day just mm. to get a more in depth and holistic view of what they what services they actually offer, what mm-hmm. sort of help you can get. Uh, which Tamika, you've already covered on, but. Um, there's um there's a video in the app definitely download it even if you were just curious or wanting to know what's in there there's a video that covers um on i think three or four things first one was how do you spot um depression early mm. and it gives you a couple of symptoms um, what people tend to do the second one is what 
what do you do? What mm-hmm. do you then do if you yourself are experiencing these suicidal thoughts? Uh, one of them is make a list of things that are important. For example, your mates, your pet, or that holiday you've been planning, things like that, whatever motivates you. Um, and then also it talks about how to keep yourself safe, get rid of anything you could use to harm yourself, mm-hmm. and some of the ways that you could distract yourself. Um, mm-hmm. some, some of them that they've suggested are take a bath, read a book, do something you love, um, beer and other people, visit the gym, go to the park. Basically, yeah. the things that we were talking about yeah. just now get active, mm-hmm. um, ingest positive um, material. Mm. Just, just the more of those things you do, the less chances you have of doing something else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. I love that, Laura. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, a lot of people aren't aware of the Beyond Blue website, so we'll definitely link that in. Um, maybe in our notes um, to this podcast because I think it's really important. And we do have the number there, Laura. You've probably got it there that you could read out just for people if they just want to note that one down now. Sure. So that is 1300-224636. Yeah. So just for anyone, if you are concerned for even if it's for yourself or for a loved one, even just for some advice, um, the um i guess the staff at beyond blue they're more than happy to help you um was it quick for you to access somebody there laura like were you on a like a a wait list or like were you waiting on the phone long was um i definitely didn't choose the option of an emergency because i thought that that would be very selfish of me to take that spot so i did wait for a couple of people i think i waited about a couple of minutes okay that's still really good even though you didn't click emergency so that's Mm. important so think about that guys um there's nothing nothing worse than you know waiting to speak to someone when you're in such a crisis so knowing that you do have someone there um and just to talk through it even if you you know you're concerned i know that i've called up myself even for um for either loved ones or clients myself just to speak to someone about you know what's what support is is open yeah um but even going back to something that's yeah like i said before really drawing back on that going to your gp and asking for a mental health plan um a lot of people don't under don't know or understand that these this support and re- these resources are there so um very very important mm. i guess the last point that we really want to touch on today um as a it's more of like a, a personal ref, uh sorry a self-reflection um so what's what are some of the beliefs that you had during depression and how many of them do you still believe to be true mm, and that's that's a really good question i had to um really think on that before because i'll be honest not all of those thoughts still you know they don't go all go away some of them still mm, creep up I, agree. I think it's um how many of those thoughts now impact you on a daily basis or impact your life and i think that's really um worth thinking about for me my thoughts were a lot um i've got um you know i'm i'm worthless um i'm not i'm not good enough i'll be honest like i sometimes have have thoughts not so much of um i'm not worthy but um probably you know feeling not good enough but i think back then i felt nothing i did was worth anything everything felt an effort i had no energy to do anything um like feeling like i was a failure a a lot of those sort of negative thought patterns i guess now i think overcoming and 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 through therapy we could identify trying to find that evidence which we've talked about okay what's the evidence how can we prove or how can we um yeah prove to ourselves that 
we are worthy, that our life is worth living and finding purpose. So I think for me, finding direction, and I think it's when I, you know, I didn't see at 18, I couldn't even see, you know, what life looked like in, in 12 months, but knowing I I could see the, the path that I had for myself of going to uni and making myself, um, you know, trying to make something of myself, I think that was the the turning point for me to know that I could do it. And, and reflecting back now, you can see the evidence there that, hey, I actually am worthy, uh, I do have purpose. So, you know, I think that was really huge. Yeah, what about you, hun? For me, it was I couldn't understand why I was put in this situation. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was a good person. I tried my best. Like, why me? Why me? Why me? Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the times the answers would be quite negative. Um, And I'd say back then, obviously, my biggest – belief was that I was worthless mm. that there was nothing special about me yeah. um that I wasn't worth loving um and that was I'd never be successful I'd just be this person that I never I didn't want to be um but looking back now that is so untrue so 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 untrue speaking to so many friends who have also been through depression and come out of it like had near suicidal attempts things like that gone through really dark places and those who come out of it are one of the most beautiful and strong. Like they're so resilient and they're such compassionate people because they've been through this. And I think what I've drawn from it myself is that this is a this is a lesson that if you get if you come out of it, it's it is a strength. It's it is an is a notch in your belt that no one else can take away from you. Absolutely. Because if you can get out of this, imagine how many other people you can help absolutely and like without you going through this imagine how many people will not get the help that they need mm-hmm. and because i've gone through this then i can speak on it now and shine some light to say that it is possible and you will get out of it just mm-hmm. in everything in life is just one step at a time you go left foot right foot and then what and then left foot <laughs> yeah. yeah you know and you just keep going and you might not have a reason then you might not see your purpose but by the end of a hundred a thousand steps mm-hmm. you look back you will have your purpose absolutely that's so beautiful yeah. yeah so true yeah thanks thanks for doing this podcast with me today oh it was um it was timely i think we it was i'm glad that we did it this week um i think it was very heavy it was a lot um and we're feeling a lot of emotions and i'd just like to um call out to our listeners and just ask them to look after themselves after listening to this podcast. Um, go do something really nice for yourself. Try and, um, you know, be kind and mm. um, and switch off. But if you could take away, um, if there's one thing that you think that you'd like to leave our audience with today, mm. Laura, what do you think that that would be? Mm, I'd say pick up one habit that will <sighs> – that is good for you, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Read 10 pages of a book and do it consistently for the next 30 days. Mm. So just do that. Mm-hmm. Something really simple. Go for a walk every morning or every day, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Just call, talk to one person, ask them how they are mm-hmm. one day. Uh, sorry, one time every day. Just something small, but pick up a habit that will make a difference in your tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's huge. What's yours? I think for me, I think, yeah, definitely – that's one thing you can do 
check in on a friend, a loved one, a neighbour, even like someone that you haven't spoken to for a while and just ask them how they're doing through lockdown. Um, I think that's really important and it could really, you could, you know, really change someone's someone's day or even someone's life I think also really being kind to ourselves and if you Mm. um as someone a support person for someone really look after yourself because we're often talking about the person that's going through depression but we're not talking about the family of that person or the support people because that can take such a toll on them as well um so really being kind to yourself if you're that person too yeah 100 well thanks so much guys for tuning in again this week i hope you guys enjoyed it if you enjoyed the podcast we actually have an instagram profile now we do now don't we it is we do i'm oh, sorry <laughs> i'm getting a bit delirious now um the i'll give you guys the handle so we will be posting little tidbits of um what we speak about in the podcast um as like infographs little um what do you call that carousels things like mm. that um as well as what the past topics have been so if you guys like to um follow us and just i guess share if you found something helpful there that you think someone else might need to hear um we'd love for you guys to share that and let us know what uh, let us know what you think so our handle is big girl things underscore podcast so at big girl things underscore uh, underscore podcast love it laura and another thing guys if you'd like if there's any topics that you're interested in hearing about any questions that you have feel free to leave us a message like we'd love to hear from you guys because this is to help you not like if there's anything that we can do to help um help you guys please let us know so shoot us a message um comment on one of our posts we'd love to hear from you guys um but for now please take care of yourselves and we will talk to you guys next week 